Welcome to Pondering with Peg, episode 14. Episode 14 is being recorded at Paris Study in Chester Heights, PA. Tonight's topic is Tibetan singing bowls, and my guests this evening are Margie Royal and Melinda Cahill. We will have some discussion on the bowls uh, with Margie, who has been researching the topic along with Melinda, and uh, then they'll play a little bit for us, and we're just going to do some question and answer, and we'll let Margie start it out. Okay, well, first of all, I have to say that I am new to the bowls and very much a student, so I'm sharing with what little I know about it, and uh, what I, what, they're very powerful instruments. Um, they're called Tibetan meditation bowls, but Frank Perry is probably the modern master of the, the bowls, and he recommends calling them Himal Himalayan bowls. Um, because the tradition he believes was started in Tibet, but, but spread all through China and through Japan. And a lot of the really good bowls you get now are actually made in Nepal, which, um, as everybody knows, uh, Tibet was uh, invaded by China. And when the Chinese came in, they, they destroyed a lot of the monasteries. So a lot of, uh, they, they fled and they set up in Nepal now. Um, they, the bowls, the origin is kind of mysterious. Um, supposedly they date back to pre-Buddhism, uh, to the Tang Dynasty. Um, they were, the origin was probably in Tibet, um, and it, the, the, it's still much, very much in use today. The, the Sikh religion will use the bowls for rituals. Um, they'll play it. And they'll also drink from the bowls. Um, and the monks in the Buddhist tradition, this would actually be their begging bowl. So it would be not only their, their food, but also for whatever sp spiritual tradition that they did. Um, Frank Perry was, um, he's an Englishman, and he is probably the living expert on the bowls, I think. He, he started... Um, Back, I guess, in the in the 60s, he started collecting the bowls, and he was a, I believe he was a very talented drummer. He's still alive, and he is. Um, but he, early on, he decided that he wanted to use his music for a spiritual um, um, purpose, and he got very heavily into the bowls, and he's written this wonderful, really wonderful book called Himalayan Sound Revelations, the complete singing bowl book. And he began giving workshops in, in, uh, in the 70s, 1978. And a lot of times now you'll see workshops and they'll talk about chakra bowls. And when you register for a workshop, they'll make you buy a set of what they call chakra bowls. And what Frank says is that's just a marketing ploy. Because the bowls, some of them do work on that. If you play the sound, some of you can feel it resonating in a different right. part of the body. Mm -hmm. But to say a bowl is this is only works on the root, he he does not believe that. Um, it would take a pretty powerful bowl to work. On yeah, the I've seen that too. I've seen them where there's they have like seven bowls. Yeah, yeah. So he he kind of he kind of downplays that. You got to be careful. Uh, with who you're studying with, with that, um, 
he did find, he was the one that coined the term, and he did find when he was playing, the bowls did stimulate the different chakras, mm -hmm. uh, but not all of them do. Right. Um, and some of them are toned. Each chakra has a certain tone that's associated to it, so a lot of times you'll find bowls that are supposedly tuned to that note okay, right. that is associated with that particular chakra. Right. But I think the bowls are like Reiki. They go where they need to go, the energy mm -hmm. from it. I don't believe that it's just one particular thing. Yes. You know? Yeah. And now, nowadays, too, when he started collecting them, nobody really had ever heard of the bowls. But now you got to be really careful. There's a lot of fake antiques on the market that they are not antiques, but they're made to look like antiques, um, and you, so you got to be really careful with that. The best website, if you want to buy a bowl, is HimalayanBowls.com, and that man is uh, actually works with people in Nepal, and they're hand-hammered bowls made with the old tradition. Um, you can get uh, my first bowl I got on Amazon.com. It's a machine-made bowl. I didn't know anything about it, and. Uh, you know, I started it, I learned how to play it, and then sort of kind of fell in love with it and it graduated up. This is a machine-made bowl, and this is a machine-made bowl. And a little later we'll, we'll play it so you can hear the, the sound quality. Um, this is a modern bowl, but it's hand-hammered. Hand they actually, the men will sit with the tongs and they will hand-hammer it uh, in the fire and craft it. And this is a very, these two are very antique bowls, and we'll play them so you can hear the sound quality. Um, the antique bowls are really interesting because uh, some of them I have, you can feel the, that they were owned by a very spiritual person. I mean, they, they retain that vibration. And Frank, I have a quote from Frank Perry, he said, the sound of the bowl matches the vibration of the spiritual energies to which the initiate has tuned them. So you can imagine if you had a bowl that was used by a monk and this was his food and it was used for the prayers and all that, that it retains that energy. So um, Now how do you choose your bowls? Like, Do you choose them by what they look like first or do you, I mean obviously if you're buying them online you can't play them. Mm -hmm. So what would you, how would you recommend someone pick one more by just what they're kind of like in a similar way like crystals or things what you're drawn to well um the the website the himalayanbowls.com mm -hmm. he actually has a sound clip and you will hear the oh, bowls. Nice. you will hear the actual bowl that you get um when i first got into it i just thought this was pretty mm -hmm. and and yeah. uh and it has the the om mani padme hum around it in, I guess, Sanskrit, and I was drawn to it. And it has the eye of the Buddha on it. But then when I started getting into it, um, this one was in a shop in media, and I, I just heard the sound quality. Had to have it when I heard the sound. And this one, I was in a workshop at the Sama Center in Westchester, and the teacher actually put this ball on my heart center, and I saw silver light when he played it. Oh, wow. So I'm like, and that's the antique one. This is the antique one. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, now with my bowls, this one was a gift, and I loved it. Mm. And I, it's it, this one does have it's numbered and it says it's handmade in Nepal. I don't know how old it is at all. 
and that's that one, that's the antique one, and it feels to me it's got a lower thing, and whenever I play it, it <clears throat> the energy of it for me is always about transformation, like it just churning up the dirt almost mm-hmm. before you put the seeds in there kind of thing. Right. And then this is the one that I got from Amazon because it was really cute. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that too, but that's one of the newer handmade ones. And it wasn't expensive, I think I got it for maybe 10 bucks. Right. But um, I just love the sound. Yeah, well, see, you can hear the, the, the sound quality, and when they mm-hmm. when you have a machine-made bowl with an antique bowl, I, they kind of, it's amazing. It, yeah. they, it, they, the older one tunes it almost. Yeah. But the difference that you can really hear is <clears throat> they just don't ring as long, the machine-made. Right. This is a machine-made one. But the duration, hear it dying, right? Mm-hmm. And when I hear it, here's the antique one. Do you see colors when you hear these sounds? Yes, sometimes. Yeah. Especially when uh, Melinda and I play at, during the full moon once a month at Paris Study. We're going to be playing next, not this Tuesday, but come next Tuesday. The 29th. The 29th of, uh, of May. And uh, the night of the full moon, the energies seem to be high. And we'll play for an hour and we just ask a donation. And um, sometimes when... When I'll walk, sometimes I'll walk around the room, or Melinda will walk around the room, and I'll play the bowl maybe as somebody's meditating, and I'll just I'll see colors around the person sometimes, and and that's new, that's and that is the bowls. The bowls are teachers. They work on you. They teach you. Wow. Three years ago when I started, I couldn't do any of that, but it's from practicing with it. You see yeah, the it? sound itself opens up stuff. So, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Uh, so what about what is it about the handmade versus the machine made that makes the sound duration longer? Well, um, do you know? Do you know? I don't know. If, is that well? It's machine made, and it's these are hand hammered, so you can imagine that they're. It's not. It, it's just like the quality of the artist goes into it a little right, bit, right. and also the antique ones. Uh, um, this is probably a base recipe for mm-hmm. that, but the antique ones can vary. He did, um, Frank did actually uh, sent for a report on what the bowls are made of, and he, he sent one to, if I can find it, to um, Concordia Metal Analysis for, from Concordia University, and he, this is one of the antique had copper, tin, lead, zinc, iron, gold, silver, and mercury in the bowl, one of the antique bowls. And some of them also that he owns, Frank owns, have also have meteorite from uh, you know, up in the mountains there from the Maria the Maria, they got they must have gathered it and cast it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that some of the ones with the monks were cast like and they said prayers as they were casting it with special intention. Mm-hmm. And that goes into the bowl. So it, And do you think just as they age as well, do you think at some point at this even though it's machine made, if you've put your intention and your spirit to it that eventually it may hold a longer sound from that? 
I don't know if longer, but yeah. it's already changed just from being played right. with the other bowls. Right. Right? And, I, and what I believe, too, with the man-made bowls, mm -hmm. it feels like when they make them, they're concentrating on a tone. They're not mm -hmm. concentrating on the length. They're really, like here, like that's, that's a specific, it's a right. much more, they're, they're trying to get a note. They're not trying to get length of time. And right. also our bowls, our man-made bowls are a little bit smaller. I don't know if that resonates, if it's a larger bowl, if it resonates longer or not either. But all I know is that my, even my antique bowls, when I'm playing them with the other bowls, they change and they'll start mm -hmm. making like this one. It's like they're talking and they're, they're singing together. That's what it feels like. So it's, it's more about energy than you realize, and science hasn't right. caught up to it yet. Right. You know, they're just starting to really say what um, sound frequencies are really doing to your body and, and to the world around you. Right. Now, do you use them uh, in, with your healing as well? Yes, I use them with my healing. I use them, um, let, yesterday I did the channeling. I use mm -hmm. them to clear space. I use them in my home to clear space. A lot of people... Um, you know, you smudge and stuff like that, but I like to also clear space mm -hmm. with the bowls or if I'm meditating, I love, like I use them during my meditation. When I do the guided meditations right. on Wednesdays here, I use the bowls. I'll often have, um, background music playing on my tablet and then I play the bowls along during the guided meditation mm -hmm. just because I feel like it changes things. I feel like the sound from the bowls can reach, you know, there's there's a reason why they say it activates certain mm -hmm. chakras. It does affect your body. It does affect, you know, your system. Yeah, when you were playing them yesterday, just clearing and then before the channeling and then, you know, I, I you can feel it inside. Like mm -hmm. you just feel it go right in Yeah. and mm -hmm. triggers whatever it's going to trigger, but mm -hmm. it's it a really healing does. modality along the same lines of toning forks or mm -hmm. other, like even drums, you know, drumming and right. stuff. These are all things that really the body resonates with, you know, we're energy and we resonate with all of that. Does this, do you feel this gets rid of the negative energy that's around you also? I feel like it does yeah, all the time. Definitely that's yeah. Fair. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, I live with my two teenage sons who I love very, very much. Um, but when there's a lot of arguing in the house, I'll play the bowls afterwards, and it just, I swear, it dissipates all that energy. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Sometimes I'm banging That's a good one. <laughs> 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 nice. I'm just kidding. There is on YouTube, there is a, uh, a Zen Buddhist master. I'm, I can't pronounce his name, but he gives the traditional practice for sounding the singing bowl. Uh, this is in Frank Perry's book that I'm reading from, and he uses a poem that he recommends to accompany uh, the, the bowls. And uh, he, he, uh, I can, he, he holds the, the, the bowl in his palm, and uh, he, he, the poem is used, body, speech, and mind in perfect oneness. This is said silently while we breathe in with the sounding of the bowl. I send my heart along with the sound of the bowl, and that's uh, as you breathe in. And then mm -hmm. when we strike the bowl for a second time, we breathe in and silently say, May all who listen to me awaken and transcend the path of anxiety and sorrow. And this comes as we breathe out again. So that, wow. This is on YouTube if anyone's interested. I can't pronounce the. Can I see it? Uh, yeah. See that name? Yeah. 
Do you want to spell it, maybe? For the listeners. Tiknahan. Oh, Tiknahan. Yeah, yeah. Tiknahan. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's he's beautiful. So, I don't know if you guys heard, are you familiar with, um, there was a study done, my name's Casey Jones, um, college graduate, uh, figuring my life out right now, 23 years old. So, where my brain's at is, there has been studies done when you speak certain words with intention behind it, say, love, gratitude, and thanks, Mm -hmm. to water. Oh, yeah. Physically changes. Dr. Ludo, was it? I forget his name. But all I know is that when you speak directly these lovely words, I'll say, Mm -hmm. into this, they they take pictures of the molecules at certain speeds, Mm -hmm. and it makes a shape of symmetry, a beautiful, like almost like a snowflake, a beautiful symmetrical shape. Mm -hmm. All different shapes for each different word set in a certain way, a certain frequency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a distorted shape for words of hate. Anger, hate. And hate and anger. Yeah. So these bulls, they, they really, they, they get right to the, the frequency. They avoid, you know, there's no language, culture, word yeah. behind it. They get right to the frequency that is of love and light. And that's, and their body knows it. You know, yeah. your physical chemistry, your, we are made up of water, feel it. feels it. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. I've seen that yeah. study and the pictures of they'll have, even have like two glasses of water where they'll mm-hmm. speak to one nicely and... And you can see the difference in the water. And, and there, there's a lot about that. Yeah. Oh, that the that's water? it. That the that's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so so we're looking at what looks like just beautiful symmetrical shapes and mm-hmm. images. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and also part of that too is um, with that with that the water. There's a movie called uh, What the Bleep Do We Know, mm. and that talks about that, and it talks about all this other stuff, and it talks about how. There's all these ancient things that we don't kind of realize are still around, so you know, like that, that we can never really get rid of yeah. because it is. It is. It's, yeah. It's what we are in. Mm-hmm. I do this because I'm like we're in this place. Uh, the, there's atoms around us, so when I speak, I'm physically and the intention behind it with my frequency, mm-hmm. and it comes out as physical frequency changes mm-hmm. and is, is absorbed, and people. Subconsciously, their body is aware of it. It's like a natural bodily yeah, it's, instinct. It's like when you're around a certain yeah. person who's yelling and screaming, and you're like, oh, ew, you want to get out. You tense right. up. Yeah, you right. react to all that. And right. I, I believe it's, it's, it's the same thing with the bowls. But the thing in water, too, like they froze them. They would take different pictures mm. of them freezing, and they would freeze, you know, the angry water or the, like, one that was insulted, mm. you know? And it, it shows, you know... The effects that it has. Isn't that amazing? Yes, Same with plants. If you speak, they, you know, the study was done on apples, like, like two apples. You know, the one that was spoken to lovely lasted significantly longer, and the other one was rotted. They were the same from the same family, you know, same time. And the one who was bullied, quote unquote, went bad significantly faster. It became the victim. It became mm-hmm. that, you know? And there's also, you'll see, they have um, sand on glass and they put it in front of speakers and they play certain notes and it vibrates the glass and the sand makes shapes. So it does different mm-hmm. things. Like, it's just showing that, mm-hmm. you know, sound affects people. 
Well, we were, I was talking yeah. to you yesterday, I just watched a movie um, about out-of-body experience. And they were saying that the Monroe Institute, they did all this research and they realized that, um, I think it's like four megahertz, there's a, a certain tone, and it's like four megahertz, that you, once your body gets is hearing that, you can actually come out of body on purpose and travel mm -hmm. at that sound. Mm -hmm. So you, they actually sell like cassettes, I think, or CDs that, mm -hmm. or downloads, you mm -hmm. can download it to listen to it to have that out-of-body experience and travel. Right. And yeah, it's all sure. at a certain tone mm -hmm. that you're at, that you get to. Your body has to be at that certain tone and then you can come out and move on. Mm -hmm. hmm. that's, that's very interesting to know. So I'm thinking, I would like somebody to just stand there and play the bowl while I go to sleep, you know? But, but that's, <laughs> that's right. a better way. <laughs> just get it on repeat, but, you know? I guess that's what it would be essentially. Or you can even a record yourself playing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and then exactly your favorite bowl, or mm -hmm. you know. Uh -huh. There's a lot of. What kind of what kind of tune yeah. would be four megahertz? Would that be world like? It's it's just a certain vibration. Yeah. So I think it's four point four. They they did like where they put one hundred coming in, I think, and one hundred four coming in the other ear. Oh, to binaural. Make it four, right. Binaural. And so it was like four somehow out. aligned right. perfectly, yeah. although they sounded different, but they right. aligned to make another four. sound. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And that's how Isn't that cool? That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they did it with two people at one time to see if they were, they could actually travel at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they recorded the conversations separately, but yet they were having conversations with each other wow. out of body wow. and had similar experience where they were. Wow. All from the tones. Wow. Mm -hmm. can, we, can we play that one again? Sure. This is a modern bowl. Um, there's two ways to play it. You can sing the bowl, which is like this. You never want to hit the bowl with wood. This is singing it. very gently with the leather mallet. This is the older bowl. This is the machine bowl. So that's my machine bowl. And then my antique bowl, which I'll strike. It sounds very different when you play it. The sound is different between the wooden mallet. I make my own because I mm. just like the feel of it. and. <laughs> Some are, don't, this one doesn't like to be sung, but the, the little guy does. So when you sing it, you get the striker, which is the, what they play it with, and you just pull it along the sides, and you just start playing it, and the sound starts to come out. So lower with the leather, higher with the wood.
I'll pass this around if you guys want to try playing it. You just tap it to oh, strike it. Oh, it's it vibrating. Oh, it it's oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah, it's very, very... It's now. low. I feel like yeah. it gets into my gut. That's why it feels like it hold? gets no. the big stuff. Flat like this? So oh, flat. Like that? Or sometimes I do like that. So it's whichever you're more comfortable with. But you want to keep the palm flat so that it has like a flatter surface. And just pull it along. It takes a little bit to, to, to know the right pressure when you're trying to sing it oh. to hold the wand. As soon as it starts vibrating. Oh wow, you have to go with that frequency. <laughs> well, you can go a little faster, but it, you, you'll yeah, feel it. Oh, whoa, whoa, and yeah, faster you strike, strike, it, yeah. strike it with the... This is ready to go. <laughs> this is incredible. With the leather. See, you need to hold your palm really, palm really flat, and so then sometimes you don't you can play it further just around the edge, or even like almost flat around the side of it. Like, like going like. Oh, I see. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You can feel it in mm -hmm. your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why it's great when you go somewhere and they're they're playing the bowls, and a lot of times people who heal with the bowls will place them on the body. Oh, play them. There's, there's a large one that that Margie has that I think you put that on my back. Oh, yeah. That's a healer. Oh my God! I was like, I don't oh, know no, if I can. Drive. I can't. I don't yeah. know if I can drive home. I was, <laughs> I was in Mars. I was all over the place with yeah. that. <laughs> it was wonderful. That's a but, that Yeah, one. and it got rid of a lot of oh, stuff. Wow. It cleared a lot of stuff. You know, I often when we do this, and tonight, you guys, because we're playing so much of it, drink water. Because mm -hmm. it, for some reason, playing the bowls for a while always makes me thirsty. Mm -hmm. pass it yeah, I'm already. As you say that, I'm like. As you say that, I'm like. Oh, wait, how do you speak about yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hmm. And I'm up here. Mm -hmm. I'm up here. I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the the bowls themselves, like. No matter whether you're right or left when you're doing that. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it, it, usually clockwise is to open the energy, and the other way is to close it. Do you feel that one starting? That's well, cool, yeah. isn't it? Feel it. It's almost hard to believe that sound is coming. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, and and when you realize it, when you really start playing it, and the vibration is low and silent, but you immediately feel it in the body. I often think, you know, there's a lot to sound that we don't know. There's a lot to it because, like, you know, think of this, the tones that the dogs hear that we don't hear. Mm -hmm. We don't know if that affects us, though. Right, which it probably, we're probably affected. On some level, yeah. but I'm sure it does, you With know. It, to things, sounds we, we can't hear, but they're, our body can. Yeah. Can you feel the energy going up through the handmade stick? Uh-huh.
see how long it goes. When you, when you, when you sing it, it'll vibrate for a long time really well. There's a runes on it. That's mm. what they, those are. Yeah. There's a rune symbols on, on the stick. Mm. Oh, rune symbols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I see that stick? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Yes. And you can just tap it and strike it. Let's see how it's different. It's still, it, even when you strike it, it feels a little different. It feels like it goes deeper into a deep thing. intention remember your intention if you're holding the bowl and you you want to get to a peaceful place intend that that's what the bowl gives to you as you give your energy to it right you like know? it's funny you say that because i was as i was just holding that last one i realized my natural state went to mastery i almost wanted to master the and it didn't i totally that's not what the bowl is for you you know it's, it's totally not for mastery and as soon as i and subconsciously was like, oh, I, I will figure this out. It, I stopped being able to be with it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So it really is about intent. So that the site HimalayanBowls.com, they have uh, some ones with the traditional symbols on it, like mm-hmm. like Melinda has here. And they have ones that are really cool. They have one with the Jewish star in it. Mm-hmm. They have one with the traditional um, Christian fish. And it, he's he's uh, commissioned these, and they're handmade in Nepal. So you're helping the people in Nepal by ordering one, and they're amazingly you can get a nice quality bowl like for fifty, sixty bucks with, yeah. on his site that are really like, like that, that mm-hmm. that kind of quality. Can you strike it when it's still humming, or is that not supposed to? You're supposed to wait it you out. You should not strike the ball with the wood. You can only should only oh, strike it oh, with okay. wood, and not really strike it. Just tap. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to strike it hard. Don't use this one to yeah, do that. Yeah, no, you want to you want to tap. Okay. You can tap it on the inside. I'll try that. You can tap it on the outside. You can tap it on the outside, but as long as you do the leather, the leather, you're fine mm-hmm. with that. And I have used wood before playing with them mm-hmm. and it's it's a different it, I don't think it sounds as good I don't think I think you get that clang mm-hmm. more than just the you know it's, it's the clang it, you know I don't sometimes I don't mind the clang <laughs> sometimes I like the clang but other times I'm just Thank you for letting us use the bowl that's really 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 uh, interesting that's to try. Yeah. And it really, I got a lot of like feeling out of that. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Hmm. And and if you're looking to get a bowl, go go to a store that that you can get to that carries them and 
and play a couple different ones. And these are just the, these are the Himalayan, these are the metal bowls. They also have the crystal bowls, which are a couple thousand, I think, each. But they're also amazing mm. and beautiful. So what they are is they'll have, they get, some are made with rose quartz, some are made with quartz, some are made with smoky quartz. Mm. I'm not sure the process of it. I think they um, melt it down and then form it, but I don't even totally know. <laughs> but they're amazing. They're very, and they're very expensive. I don't have any of those. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they're really nice. They, wow. In general, they seem to have like one note with the crystal. Whereas these, if you get these guys going for, and you're playing for 20 minutes, you can get a lot of tones out of this thing. Not just mm -hmm. one. I'm not a musician, as you can tell. But there's, you can start to hear different sounds coming from it. And I believe the crystal ones don't do that. They're, they're pure. There's a mm -hmm. one pure tone that they emanate. Um, whereas these are, plus these you can, when I put them down, I don't have to worry that I'm going to break them. Mm -hmm. um, when I play them in my house, my cats always get incensed because they think they should be full of food for them. <laughs> put their noses yeah. in them. Well, your cats were monks in past lives. They're yes. used to that. You know? <laughs> So you were saying that the one that's a healing bowl, is it the size of it, or is, or is it just that you you know that? You can feel that. From, you can feel the energy mm -hmm. from it, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and Melinda's bowl has, see the circle in there? Mm -hmm. And mine, this antique one, has a tiny circle and a larger circle, and then the circle of the rims. I think that is uh, symbolism for, like, our soul... The humanity and the larger universe. I think. Oh, nice. It, it deals with that. Yeah. That might not be. That might not be totally correct, but there is a a meaning in that. With you're aligning yourself to the higher humanity mm -hmm. and the higher realms mm -hmm. with the symbolism of right. the bowls. If you look at it, you can see very faintly the dots around the edge mm -hmm. on that. So. And well, that bowl's yeah. got to be a lot older than mine because mine is stamped on the bottom. It says Himalayan, made it made handmade in Nepal. It's stamped on there. So this is going to be not as old as yours. Yeah, mine's. That's why. That's another reason you don't want to hit it when they're really old like that. Is you know, they've they've been around a while. Mm -hmm. Delicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have remnants in the, the middle there. Is that from doing anything? Were they playing, playing inside or doing? No, I think that's. I think that's the circle. That, you know, that's yeah, intentional right. to represent, uh, you know, the soul, the humanity, and then the universe tuning in all all one. So you hear mm -hmm. the, you hear the, the teachings, and you align yourself with higher powers. I think. Okay. Hmm. It is so relaxing. Mm -hmm. So we play for a little while? Sure, we can play for a little while. Do you guys want to just relax? Take a, um, kind of get comfy in your chair. And uh, take a nice deep breath in. Kind of move around your body a little bit and get very comfortable in your chair. Taking another deep breath in if you get the chance. Can I lay on the floor? Then, <laughs> if you want to get a yoga mat, I can get you a really? yoga mat. Hey, I'll do it. <laughs> um, 
so just get comfy. I'll let you know what it's like from the horizontal to the lower plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You'll get the harness, the horizontal perspective. Yes. <laughs>
How's everybody feel? <laughs> wow. What day is it? <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> Always if you get a bowl, take your watch off. I'm in the middle of playing. I took mine off because I have blown crystals in the watch batteries. Mm-hmm. It blows them out. The bowls. <laughs> well, yeah, with the microphone, the intensity, I was like... Wait, I need to <laughs> get back to place. Let's get back to the to do Do you have a certain technique that you follow? Is it like, or is it a certain, uh, like, you know? It's not a certain no. It's not like a certain do song. You feel drawn to do, however you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, it's the funnest thing ever when um, we're sitting there and. Margie will get up with one of the bowls and she'll walk around the room and she'll be playing for everybody. And I'm like a little kid over there with all the other bowls playing all, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm playing all the other bowls and just getting all the different sounds out of it. Because once you play one and it's sitting next to one of the other ones, that one will start ringing right along with it and it starts singing with it. And I never even touched that one, yeah. you know, but it was just because it's feeling, it's getting the vibration from you striking or playing the other one. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, um, together with breath, especially on the exhale, I uh, could really get into a place of just center, centeredness. I wasn't really, I wasn't thinking. I was just being, and it was kind of, uh, it was what was most, I don't want to say pressing, but uh, what, is, what is at the core of me? Mm-hmm. And uh, each sound, each bowl, each different way it was played took me to a different place almost up and down there. So, you know, the highest point for me was uh, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I felt forgiven and I could forgive. And then you would play a different bowl and it would bring me down to pleasure and love. And then it would go up and down and then it would back. Then there was certain pitch that would bring me back down to sorrow. And it wasn't like bad sorrow. It was just a feeling, you know, mm-hmm. it was just, and you, going, ranging up and down from that, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there. Yeah, and you're just, lying there. just laying there. <laughs> yeah. And I could feel, you know, my body, I could actually feel myself, if I allowed it to, vibrate with it. And I could feel like myself adjust, like, oh, I didn't know my shoulder hurt right there. And now it just like kind of released the pain, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know my stomach felt this way. It just gurgled in digestion because mm-hmm. I just sent my thought, you know, that frequency made me think of that area. Mm-hmm. And so I then was conscious of that area. So it absolutely for me, it's a healer. Oh yeah. It's yeah, a healer. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, yeah. And that's why it's used so much as a healing technique, but it's also used as a meditative technique because you're laying there just listening and everything that you go, it takes you on a journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? exactly. It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. And it's very difficult to try to explain that. Uh, unless you experience it. So it definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend if you find that you can't really unwind or if the things that used to make you unwind aren't working anymore, this is definitely, I would say, try it or get somebody to play it while you lay there. Yeah. Just let go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got a really pretty decent response when we do the singing bowls. We've only been doing them for, it hasn't been a year yet, we've only been doing them for a few months, but it's, we did it because we just love chances to play the bowls, I think. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we'll do it. And then if anybody comes, we'll ask for donations for parish study. Yeah. And then yeah. it worked. <laughs> the, next, the next one is we're going to use angel cards. And we're going to, as people arrive, you'll draw a card. And they have an affirmation on it. So then you, they can use that as a tool while we play for the hour. 
That's the 20th, 29th. The 29th. 7pm on the 29th. And then on the June full moon, we're going to meet on a Tuesday, which is a couple days before the full moon. And uh, Denise is going to talk about, it's, it's the rose moon in June. And she's going to talk about, uh, I think, rose oil and maybe have mm -hmm. a diffuser with the rose oil while we play the balls, which... Should um, even add another yeah. level to Yeah, it should add another... Yeah, yeah it's so going to be really cool. Powerful. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. Do you use the balls to bring spirits, like for people that um, have had trouble connecting with people that have passed away? Um, are you able to do that? Because I felt my, like I've seen my mom and my dad flash. So that's probably how it resonates with you. I have to do that, like... You know, for, for like, I have, like I have trouble with dreams and stuff like that. I don't wake up and I can't remember what I dream. Mm -hmm. But for this particular thing, I saw my grandma, my mom, and my dad, and they came right out. I couldn't do that at the meditation, really. Um, some people, you know what I mean. I think yeah. I saw my my. I'm not sure, I couldn't remember um, if I could pull anybody out, but this time I did. They came right out. So I was wondering mm -hmm. why. What it probably happen? affects that within you. That's um, what it. That's it, what it's it released because it. It's going to do something different to everybody. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's it's. I don't know I necessarily. Yeah, it could. It because yeah. I feel with the bowls, I always release stuff, okay. and I always see stuff. But that's that's me. That's kind of well, it's what I do for a living. So <laughs> you know, I kind of I'll see stuff all the time anyway. So when I'm playing, I'll see a lot of different things. But that's for me. That's the norm. Like what I notice for me is I do feel it. Like you said in the different parts of my body and and it helps me because a lot of us hold tension in different parts of our body that we don't even realize we're doing it if like if we need a spinal adjustment if like our hips are off we'll hold ourselves a different way and not even realize it the bowls get you so in tune with your body if you lay there and you let them that you'll start releasing places and you'll just yeah, oh, like exhale a little bit yeah, yeah it's 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 good stuff could the meditation that I went with you, could that have brought it out too? And then the bulls? Because it I could felt have like been. the dog the dog came too and I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> they're past, right? Thought, they're past. I well, never we... thought of the dog before and then like I didn't see him, like I never would see him like that. Well that was just and last night too. Out. We just did the channeling I, I did and the I channeling here last night. Him. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> Yeah. So it could have already <laughs> been on it for okay. you and the bulls could have even accelerated that and released maybe whatever unconscious block was blocking you from connecting. Very, it was nice to see you. I wonder <laughs> if you, they... I wonder if those who deceased, like depending on where they were at in their life and where they're at now uh, in the realm, whatever range, mm -hmm. um, I wonder if they reside at a certain frequency. Like a certain person or a certain... I wish science you know would I mean? study this right? stuff. Because that's like, and No, we don't know. But like maybe a certain frequency <laughs> reminded you of your mom and your dad or parents in general. You know, and so it just, that's where they are. And you were there too. Oh, man. Yeah. I find this, this is absolutely fascinating. This world is fascinating. I'm just so grateful for these. Well, it's, I think it's cool that you're 23 and you're like yeah. blown away. You're already into this. At 23, I, I, I think I was married and pregnant, for God's sake. <laughs> I was just like, but I was still reading. I started reading when I was 18. But I just think it's good. Like you're ahead of the game. Thank you. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah, I'm, and also, I'm you something for you know, we all think this world is so bad, like oh, you know, yeah. the, and it's really not because mm -hmm. when you have younger people coming uh -huh. and they're already talking about 
what plane the deceased are on, <laughs> yeah. you know that yeah. it's so Something's much working. more positive <laughs> yeah. Yeah. than we think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good stuff. I mean, I recommend bowls for anybody. Anybody who even likes music, you know? Yeah. Or just sound. <laughs> it's interesting. This book by Frank, Frank Perry, he really goes deep, and he shares some really personal, deep spiritual experiences with the ball. So if you're into that, this, this book is the book to read. Mm-hmm. And he believes that some of them, he owned these bowls in a past life. And he connected with them, and he had, like Patricia was saying, some impressions of his past life. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes really deep. He, he's very giving of his experiences with the bowls, which is, is awesome. Well, when you said you saw the silver light, I thought that myself. I thought you must have had that bowl in a past life. Mm-hmm. It's coming back to you. I don't know. Yeah. It's just neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, use if you get the bowls, use them, use them on their own. And then use them with intention and see how it differs and see how it changes. Uh, getting off kind of on the sidetrack, have you, I feel like I was burned to death. I feel like I died by fire mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I was stabbed in the throat uh, or like the chest area. Um, does anybody, is this, does anybody else have like these weird, I know this happened to me before? Feelings? Well, like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, yeah, I definitely did die by fire once. Yeah, I just know it. Yeah, it's even just though I don't know why. Because um, as far as fire, like burn, there's a girl here who does the oils with Denise. She actually um, can see, not only does she know she burned by fire, she can, she, she keep, and can be in that time. She was burned at the stake as a witch. And she's not afraid of it. Because mm-hmm. she, it's just a past life, but she has, she knows that as well. So yeah. I think they come to us. There's a reason that you're aware of it. Right. You might not know the reason yet, but right. there's a reason you're aware. And of all it. that kind of stuff reminds me of. Um, I'm a big Harry Potter geek, but um, the part there's a quote by Albus where Albus Dumbledore where he says to Harry, Harry asks him, "Is this real or is it happening in my head?" And he's like. Of course it's happening in your head, but that doesn't make it not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it, trust yourself. If you feel something like that, allow yourself to trust yourself. Right. You know, you know yourself really better than anybody else. And that's why yeah, the rune mm-hmm. symbols, you don't know what they are. You could be burned alive in Europe. When Europe was being Christianized, if you mm-hmm. own runes or taught them or... Yeah. You would be burned alive. Tarot cards, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then... There was also a time that tarot cards were supposedly used to teach um, Christianity mm-hmm. when you were being burnt for Christianity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, even, her- even herbal remedies. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because the runes are, are powerful. They're tools. They're powerful. And uh, I believe some of the people probably believed all in, in good intention that this was evil and the devil. And some people like today, they know that I have control if, if I scare people and burn people and exactly. I'll have the full control. So it's probably mm-hmm. probably the same thing that we see in the world today with oh. uh, different things. Fear. Yeah. 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 So. Mm-hmm. Well, well thank was, you. That was really nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Margie and Melinda. And uh, I suggest anyone in the area, in the Philadelphia area, and I say that because we do have listeners 
in other countries and mm -hmm. different places. So if you are in the Philadelphia area, I suggest you check out parastudy.org uh, for scheduled events uh, with the singing balls and also to check out the classes and fun events that they hold here. Mm -hmm. So thank We're you We're also again. on um, Meetup, uh, Parastudy Chester Heights on Meetup. And we have uh, two Facebook pages, Parastudy and then Parastudy Chester Heights. And of course mm -hmm. the webpage. So come and join us. And thank you again. And until the next podcast, remember to be the light.